Hello, this is Alonzo Bowden. You are listening to Who's Paying Attention, episode 14. This is my podcast. Thank you for listening. We're going to have to get right into it. All right. If you are of Latin descent and you are in Arizona and you are listening to this, turn off the podcast, get in your car, get in your truck, get get out. Get out now. That's right. The Supreme Court has upheld the main provision of the Arizona immigration law, which is that the police can stop you and check your status. They can see if you have a license, if you have papers or whatever. And now I know, I know they always say this is not racist and I've said it before. I'll say it again. You Canadians, you white guys and white women that look like you're from Canada. Oh, you're in trouble now because I know that Sheriff Joe will be pulling over every white person he sees to check their immigration status. And the black people listening, don't think he won't suspect you're from Panama. Oh yeah, he's all over it because this isn't racist at all. This isn't aimed at brown people in any way. Wow. Are you kidding me? Wow. In the United States of America, The Supreme Court has upheld a law that you can stop people and check their papers because they don't look right. Man, which direction is this country going? I am scared. Well, I'm not really scared, even though maybe I should be scared. My dad was from Honduras. I mean, he became an American citizen, but does that make me half Latino? Can I never work in Arizona again? This is amazing. This is amazing. Hey, Baseball players, Big Poppy. That's right, Dave Ortiz from the Red Sox. <laughs> Good thing you're in the American League, because if you had to go pay to play the Diamondbacks, there might be trouble. Same with you, Mr. Alex Rodriguez. Oh, man, this is going to be great. It's going to be just, who else are they going to stop, pull over? I'm joking about this. This is horrible. It's a horrible day in America. And, and damn these activist judges. You know, you know what the best definition I heard of, of an activist judge? It's one you don't agree with. Now, this Supreme Court we have, it, it's purely political and it's a, it's a right wing court. And listen, if you're waiting for Obamacare, and, and I hate using that term because it's really not Obamacare. But if you're waiting for that to be upheld by the Supreme Court, um, yeah, good luck with that. I'm going to go ahead and you, you can't lay money on this in Vegas, can you? That they're going to strike this down, the health care bill. But anyway, listen, immigrants, watch out. Whether you be in Arizona or Alabama or Mississippi or any other state that's going to pass one of these crazy laws, you better be carrying your papers. And if you think I'm kidding about baseball, there are Major League Baseball teams like the Chicago Cubs and a few others who actually handed out ID cards and have, you know, in spring training and in rookie camp tell their players that when we play the Arizona Diamondbacks you have to keep this card with you because you might be seen somewhere that's like at the stadium not behind a hot dog cart or maybe you're at the stadium without a broom or a mop in your hand and you better be able to prove you got a right to be here wow how about this court huh how about the Roberts court let me tell you something throughout history And I don't know if you've ever heard or if you follow any Supreme Court history, which I do all the time. (laughs) I really don't. But news fascinates me. But um, the Warren Court, okay, um, 
back from, let me get these years exactly right, from 1953 to 1969, Earl Warren was the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, and Earl Warren had been Governor of California, right? So we know that he's nuts. And, and there were some major decisions made under the Warren Court that people were like, oh, they changed America, like Brown versus Board of Education, and that was when they said segregation is legal because there's no such thing as separate and equal. They did that one. Um, your Miranda rights, you can thank the Warren Court for those. Uh, they were the ones who ended prayer in schools. Okay, um, numerous big decisions, but here was the big difference. When the Warren Court, when they made these decisions, they decided 9 nothing. Okay, I mean, in other words, these decisions were unanimous. Brown versus Board of Education, unanimous decision. Um, the Miranda rights where everyone was soft on crime. Yeah, unanimous decision. Nine, nothing that you do have rights when you get arrested. Um, they, they were consensus decisions. And the interesting thing about the Warren Court, the Warren Court was about giving rights. Now, let's look at the Roberts Court, okay? This is uh, John Roberts who runs the show now, which everything seems to be about taking away rights. And it's interesting how the votes go. The votes always go 5-4 with the conservative majority to 5 voting against the 4. So they stopped. There was a case, uh, Parents versus Seattle, Verse Meredith, uh, also known as Meredith B. Jefferson. Look, I'm going to stop reading the legal parts. But anyway, they struck down a law, uh, a statute, an action where schools were trying to desegregate. The school boards in Seattle and Louisville were trying to desegregate. They shut it down. They said, no, it's okay to segregate. Okay. Also, um, citizens versus the election commission. You know how individuals or corporations can give as much money as they want to any uh, political campaign. Yeah, that's under Roberts. And that was a 5-4 decision. Um, Bong hits for Jesus. Remember that? The kid wore a t-shirt that people didn't like. Yeah, this court said you can't wear it. They limited free speech. So listen, it, this court is going to shoot down anything like Obamacare or healthcare. It's going to go along party lines, and um, and I think they're going to be around for a while. So uh, what's going to happen? Well, let's hope the election between Obama and Romney isn't close, because if it is, I got a feeling who's going to win. Man, I love my country. We are moving backwards at an alarming rate. Listen, if you're black out there and you plan on marrying a white girl, I'd say hurry up. <laughs> So sad, so sad. While we're on the topic of immigration, Barack Obama pulled a fast one, the old executive order. And, and you know something, this seems to be the only way presidents get things done. I mean, um, Bush used to do it and Obama picked up on he did it. So here's the thing. There's, there's a new, and how's this for pol politics, okay? <laughs> Deferred action. In other words, we won't deport you just yet if, if you are an illegal immigrant who's under the age of 30, you arrived in the U.S. before you turned 16, you graduated from high school or served in the U.S. military, uh, you can't have any criminal record, and we won't get rid of you. But we're not sure we won't get rid of you. We're going to kind of defer to action. So Obama made a decision that was sort of bold. Okay, um, 
we I don't know what's the solution here I don't know but but I think if personal opinion if you serve in the United States military if you graduate from high school and you serve in the United States military particularly because we've been in two wars for the past 10 years then you're an American citizen give you a break it's not even give me a break you're an American citizen you're more American than most Americans as a matter of fact you want to look American when you get back from war you gain 70 80 pounds all right I mean you just pack it on you just eat anything fried you see and start complaining yeah just eat a lot and start complaining maybe go to a few NASCAR races and damn it watch Fox News you prove to them you're a good American that's right unbelievable what is going on with this country now speaking of liberals and, and well I'm gonna get to this I gotta run by two more things because again the, the country is divided in ways you know, intellect has lost I think as a matter of fact intellect hasn't even lost intellect was deported a long time ago you know reading learning science open-mindedness any of that yeah that that left I think that left in y2k that's what we lost because here, here's another example and this is great I don't know if you knew this but sea level rising that's a lefty term. That's right. That's some of that left-wing corrupt, ooh, with your science and everything. Yes, okay. In Virginia, Republican state delegate Chris Stoll. Now, there was there was a study in Virginia. The Virginia legislature spent 50000 to determine the impacts of climate change on the state's shore. Okay, they're, they're having problems. They want to know where it's coming from. So they spend fifty grand. But here's the beautiful thing. They were told to omit words like climate change or sea level rise because the sponsor of the study said these are liberal code words. That's right. So you use the term, don't use the term sea level rise for the sea level rising. That's um, recurrent flooding. Okay. <laughs> How about coastal resiliency? Because as far as he's concerned, the jury's still out on human impact on global warming. How do you how do you commission a study from scientists and then tell a scientist what to say? Hey listen, mechanic, mechanic guy. I want you to check out my car. My car won't stop, but don't you come back here telling me it's the brakes, all right? Before I swear, before you write that estimate, before you say a word, you better not mention brakes just cuz my car won't start. <laughs> I usually don't laugh out loud. How do you how do you argue with that? When someone tells you, listen, I want a study on climate change and global warming, and you better not use the terms climate change or global warming. And you forget about the sea level rising. It's just recurrent flooding that happens for no reason at all. Here's fifty grand. If I'm a scientist, I pocket that fifty grand and just leave town. You say, you know what? You fill in your own study since you listen. You don't bother me with the facts once my mind's made up. Now, here's where I am on the global warming thing. It's not figured out yet, but humans had something to do with it. Our advancements, our technology, we, we contribute things to the atmosphere that affect the atmosphere. Are we evil? Listen, I'm a gearhead. You know, you know how much gas that I consume in my vehicles and how much I've polluted the atmosphere? Sorry. Oops. It, 
there's a, a percentage that we contribute to it. How about we admit that and then work on a solution, maybe bringing, I'm, and I'm okay with cutting emissions. I'm okay with super highly efficient vehicles. And to tell you the truth, I ride motorcycles more than I drive cars and motorcycles do not emit much. Even the biggest, loudest, dirtiest running motorcycle is nothing compared to a car. But that, that being said, I'm not without sin, but how can you just commission a scientific study and tell them what's not going to be in there? Damn it. You with your sea level rise in you left wing. And they talk about <laughs> politically correct speech is a left wing thing. But you told them. What, all right. Enough of that. Speaking of telling them what to say, <laughs> how would you like to be the governor of Florida? OK, here's here's the deal. Florida's economic recovery is actually moving. OK, um, last month, Florida created ninety two hundred jobs. Their unemployment rate dropped. It's still 8.6%, but it has dropped, and the unemployment rate has declined for 11 consecutive months. There's 80,000 want ads in the state of, of Florida. So that there's jobs coming, and things are happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Romney tells Governor Scott of, of Florida, hey, be a good Republican. Be a team player. Don't mention things are getting better. Because you can't have things getting better under Barack Obama. So here's the thing. All the Republican governors, right, who've been suffering because their economy has sucked just like everywhere else. And, you know, there's places like Virginia, Ohio, you name it. The, the National Republican campaign for Romney is saying, well, don't say anything's good because that would mean things were good under Barack Obama. I, I love that. I love that. This, this is the party freedom. And, and freedom and liberty and blah, 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 blah. And we will tell you what to have freedom to, of speech about and what liberties you can take. That is that I love that. Hey, listen, I know you've been doing good, but you haven't been doing good because uh, I wait a minute. If you're doing good, that means Barack Obama's doing good, which we can't have. So I'm, I'm Mitt Romney and I have no opinion. Somebody tell me what to think. Governor Rick Scott, <laughs> you run Florida. You, you Florida, as crazy as it is, any news is good news. So I, I don't know what you're supposed to say. I don't know what you're supposed to do. But, <laughs> but good luck on that one. <laughs> okay. Now, all of this, and, and yes, I've been bashing the right and making fun of them. Because let me tell you something. The ultimate right wing hero. The saint of saints and you stop and if you're in your car, you should probably pull your car over. If you're on a treadmill, you should stop walking. Whatever you're doing, you stop. You put your hand over your heart and you look up when I say this name. Reagan. Saint Reagan. That's right. Ronald Reagan, the ultimate conservative, the one they all point at, the one they all pray to, the one they say is perfect would have been one hell of a liberal. As a matter of fact, Reagan, by today's standards of, of insanity, Reagan was so liberal, he might as well be black. Yeah, I said it. He might as well be black. Let's, let's look at Reagan's resume, okay? First of all, when Reagan was an actor, he was the head of the Screen Actors Guild. You know what that is? 
That's a labor union. Okay, so Reagan was the head of a labor union that negotiated for pay and benefits for its members. Okay, now here's another one. FDR, yeah, Reagan voted for FDR four times. Four times. When Reagan was governor of California, he signed into law the largest state and the largest state tax increase in history at that time. Okay, so <laughs> he raised taxes. He was the head of a labor union. Are we done? We're not done. When Reagan was governor of California, he signed the law that permitted legal abortion. That's right, <laughs> Uncle Ronnie. <laughs> Reagan, uh, you want me to keep going? You think Reagan wouldn't have been a great liberal? Are you kidding me? In 1981, Reagan wanted to cut taxes, but deficits became a problem, and he signed 11 tax increases into law, okay, including the Tax Equity and Fiscal Responsibility Act of 1982, the largest peacetime tax increase in American history. Reagan raised taxes. Did he just raise taxes? No, he raised capital gains tax. Are you, are you still listening? Okay, he raised capital gain tax. He was a, a head of a labor union. He made abortion legal in California. Are we done? No, this is the best part. He gave he gave immigration and amnesty to three million illegal aliens. That's right, amnesty to illegal aliens. Now let's get this straight. Saint Reagan, the ultimate conservative, the one they all point to, the one they all quote, the one they oh my gosh, Reagan, 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 Reagan. Amnesty to illegal aliens, tax increases, legalize abortion. Like, did they did they read anything about him? Listen, I'm an idiot. I'm just a comic. I make fun of things, and I know this. How great would it be if a reporter actually challenged him the next time that, like, Sarah Palin or or Rush Limbaugh or Sean Hannity brought up Reagan? They how about they said, man, I wish Reagan were here now so we could raise taxes and give amnesty to the immigrants, how great would that be? Boy, I wish Reagan was here now so we could end the abortion debate, but Reagan would have been like pro-gay marriage. (laughs) St. Reagan for president. Bring him back. He was the best one we ever had. Okay, continuing on. And, And you've heard me say this before. I have tried to figure out the South... It, I, exactly. That is my, you asked me, how does the South work? That's what I, my respond. I, 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 I. now Texas. And you, you couldn't be more South than Texas. Texas is so South, it still wants to be its own country. We know about the stand your ground law. We know everyone's standing their ground. Again, a lot of people listen to podcasts on the treadmill. Your feet are moving, but look over at the bench press. There's a guy over there. He's standing his ground. And if you reach for that bench press, he'll probably shoot you. Because he's, he's standing his ground. No, you can't work in. I'm standing my ground at the bench press. Hey, 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 hey. Don't even think about the elliptical. My feet might be moving, but I'm standing my ground. So we know everyone's standing their ground and shooting everyone around them. And, and you know, where is this law big? In the, in the super conservative states like Arizona, Florida, and of course, Texas. But here's a beautiful thing. And here's hope for the future. A man cited the stand your ground law because he shot his neighbor over loud music. That's right. Raul Rodriguez said his neighbor had the music too loud. He was throwing a party. So Raul went over there. He brought a gun because he's good American. 
Don't go nowhere without a gun if you're a good American. And he called 911. And why do they call 911 when they plan on going to shoot somebody? And he said that, you know, he went over there, started yelling at them about the loud music, knew it was going to be a fight because they're having a party. And he he's literally... <laughs> He's saying to the 911, I'm standing my ground here. I'm standing my ground here. Like he's literally saying it. And then this is the, the horrible, sad part. And, and it's tragic. I'm not laughing about this part. He shoots the neighbor. He shot the neighbor to death. And he went to trial. And guess what? Guilty. That's right. Guilty. And thank God for that. And bless you, Texas and the jury who handled this and the judge who handled this and the prosecutor who handled this. You know why? Because it's ridiculous. It's not self-defense when you take a gun to someone's house and start an argument or start a fight with them and then shoot them. And no, that's not self-defense. That's murder. So he's been found guilty. Um, He wasn't guilty of murder one. Of course, you know, it's manslaughter and blah, blah, blah. But the point being that this guy was found guilty as well he should have because That is killing somebody, all right? Enough with this standing your ground. Now, continuing in Texas, there was another man who, this is is why a stand your ground law, this is is why a self-defense law or whatever exists. In In a town called Shiner, Texas, and how great a name is that? You don't mess around in Shiner. When they say don't mess with Texas, they specifically meant towns like Shiner. In Shiner, Texas, this gentleman's daughter was being raped. The, the, the daughter was being attacked, okay? And the father heard his daughter screaming, five years old, so that's horrible. And I can't even imagine what would happen, but this is what he, he did. He ran back there and he beat the guy to death. That's right. He beat the guy to death with his bare hand. Just, he, he's a father, it's his daughter. He lost it. He went blind, into rage, beat the guy. But then he called 911 and he's like, get someone out here. The guy's dying. Like he didn't want to kill the guy. It just happened. It was the the human reaction, right, to your child being attacked. And he was yelling at the dispatcher to get somebody out here because the guy's going to die. And then he's yelling, I don't know what to do. I'm going to take the guy to the hospital. In other words, he didn't want to kill him, but he did. And you know what? Not guilty, no charges. And there shouldn't be because that's truly a self-defense situation. That's defending your family. That's when, that's when, yeah, it is justified to kill somebody. Are you kidding? Somebody attacks your kid, then you can kill him. Somebody has a loud party, then you can't kill him. Texas, who would think we'd have learned that from Texas? Speaking of justice, I don't think I've even mentioned that Jerry Sandusky was found guilty and how great would it have been if one of the fathers of one of the kids had beat him to death uh no i have no sympathy for child molesters i'm sorry okay so he's found guilty he's going to jail for life and and please throw him in with general population throw him in with those guys who have children and let them handle this all right because this is there's a beautiful opportunity for poetic justice here Okay, you spent a lifetime raping young boys and and taking advantage of your status as a famous football coach to get away with it? Well, (laughs) they got a special name for guys like you, short eyes. They'll see you in jail. And man, I hope this story ends the right way. All right, enough of all this. And it, wow, 
Are, are you Mexican in Arizona and you're still listening? Didn't I tell you to get the hell out of here? Man, I hope you're listening to this on your iPod so it's portable and you can listen to it while you run. You get the hell out of Arizona now. Think Sheriff Joe ain't watching you? The hell is wrong with you? Did I say iPod? I meant listening on your Zoom. Because guess what? Microsoft is at it again. You know something? God bless Microsoft. I mean, Windows as an operating system in the business world, et cetera, et cetera, they got it. But when it comes to using your computer for fun or simplicity, listen, Apple's got it, all right? So you have your iPad and you think you're on top of things. You think it's okay. No, Microsoft is coming out with the Surface. It's a tablet computer. Get this. They're saying the iPad's going to be obsolete. Yeah, yeah. Same way that Zune knocked the iPod right out of the box, okay? Hey, check your phone. Does it have Windows Mobile operating system? (laughs) Wow. Yeah, good luck with this, Microsoft. Okay, so the iPad is going to go away because you're coming out with the Surface, okay? Now, they haven't talked about the battery life of the Surface. We don't know if it's going to be 3G, 4G. We don't even know what it's going to do, but it's it's going to kill the iPad. I couldn't even finish it. I'm sorry. Don't be ridiculous. The Surface. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you're going to find them. Laying there on the Surface. When you look underneath it, you'll find the iPad you wanted to buy. Yeah, good luck with this one, Microsoft. Right there next to the Zoom. So you got this this computer, whether it be your tablet or your, or your MacBook or your, your Windows laptop or your, your smartphone. You're like, man, I got a minute. Do you know what happened in that minute? Do you know how much data was uploaded? How much moved? Give you an idea of how much free time we have worldwide, how much time we waste playing with our computers, and I'm as guilty as anybody. In one minute, YouTube users upload 48 hours of new video. There are 204,166,667 emails sent, and 203 million of those are spam. I know, because I get them. Facebook users share 684,478 pieces of content. Uh, Twitter uses 100,000 tweets per minute. And that's just from Ashton Kutcher. But, well, what can I say? Ashton's not allowed to tweet anymore. Apple downloads 47,000 apps per minute. But you know something, Apple? You're not going to have to worry about that because the surface is coming. Um, we're, we're positive thinkers. Because brands and organizations on Facebook receive 34,722 likes every minute. Flickr users add 3,125 new photos every minute. Foursquare users. I use Foursquare. I don't even know why, but I don't use it all the time. That's why I'm never the mayor. 2,083 check-ins per minute. In other words, we're busy. We're online. We're, We're spreading the news about what? absolutely nothing but the news is being spread pretty fast hey spread the news about who's paying attention the podcast so maybe i can make a little cash off of this get a few sponsors or or grow because i need more twitter followers my agent told me finally finally you know i like to leave with the stupid and how come when i leave with the stupid i always i always end up in florida Oh, I I absolutely love this story. (laughs) 
A Florida boat captain loses his hand to an alligator. His fault, some say. Okay, this guy. (laughs) You have to love this because only, only in Florida can this happen. Okay, the boat captain, uh, oh, Captain Weatherholt down there. Weatherholt likes feeding alligators. This is what he does. He takes tourists out on his boat. He starts slapping the water. Good old Wallace Weatherholt. Weather, Wallace Weatherholt for Captain Doug's Everglades tours. And now you're going to be disappointed because you're not going to get out with old Wallace anymore. Wallace starts slapping the water and then he feeds alligators marshmallows. That's right. He feeds a meat eater marshmallows. Well, guess what? This alligator wanted a little more than a marshmallow. So he ate his hand. He bit his hand off. That's right. Get the picture this. He's slapping the water with a handful of marshmallows. Here, gator, gator. Here, gator, gator. And a nine-foot gator (laughs) jumps up and takes his hand off. I'm sorry. That is not tragic. That is hilarious. The tragedy, they killed the alligator to try to get the hand out of it and put it back on this idiot. No. No, you don't kill the alligator for being an alligator. You don't slap the water in the Florida Everglades. Have you ever seen swamp people? You know, every time, if you're watching swamp people, every time they say, the subtitles are saying, don't feed the alligators. If you've seen swamp people, you know that's how they talk. I don't know what they say. Thank God it's a show in English with subtitles so the rest of us understand. Slapping the water in the Everglades where alligators live, you lose a hand to an alligator. This is what I love. Some say it's his fault. I want to know who says it's not his fault. Is that the same as the fifth dentist? Four out of five dentists say you should use fluoride. But number five, he wants you to use rocks. Just grind them against your teeth. And, And I think this is the same guy who said the alligator attack is not your fault. Ladies and gentlemen, are you paying attention? Are you listening to me? If you are, and you are Latino, you have already left Arizona. And if you are in the Everglades, you will not, I repeat, you will not feed marshmallows to the alligators. I love you guys for listening. Please spread the word about my podcast. I'm having a lot of fun here. Some issues serious, some not. I'm listening to your messages. Someone told me, get closer to the microphone. So I am closer to the microphone. We're keeping the music. And I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.